News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now, Ireland's two richest people have more wealth at 15 billion euros than the 50% of the population at the poorest end of the scale who between them have 10.3 billion euros. That's according to a new report published by Oxfam today. And Oxfam Ireland's CEO, Jim Clarkin, joins me now. Jim, just explain to us what this report looks at. What have you found? Well, every year uh, leading into the Global Economic Forum uh, that's on in Davos, we produce a global inequality report just to give it a flavour of what's happening in trends across the world. And this year we've seen a continuation of that extreme wealth gathering at the top of society, whilst uh, most of the rest of society is either uh, holding its own or many, many people going backwards. So we've seen this, even the wealth that's generated over the last two years, the $42 trillion that has been created, two-thirds of that have found its way to those very, very wealthy people. Yet we see that you know, 1.7 billion workers uh, now live in countries where inflation is outpaying, outpacing wages, so they're actually getting poorer. And we also see that there are hundreds of millions of people who are uh, falling into extreme poverty and hunger. So this is a, a sense of where the world is at in terms of the extreme rich versus everybody else. And the fact that this wealth is accumulating there, it's not having an economic benefit, it's not having a social benefit, and we need to look at ways that we can address this. Okay. And forgive me for being stupid, but, but has it all, you know, has it not always ever been thus? As, and what I mean by that, were most of us not peasants and, and, and impoverished always, and there was only ever a few kings? So, so was, was there not always this kind of extreme difference between the, the super rich, which, which were the few, and the, the much more poorer, you know, masses who, who were the rest of us? Is that not how, how the world has always been? It's, it's a fair question. Um, it hasn't always been as bad as it is now. Uh, we see that there's the largest increase in global inequality and, po- and poverty uh, setbacks in, po- in poverty since World War II. So hundreds of millions of people can't afford a living. Millions are descending into extreme hunger and poverty whilst this elite group are capturing this, this uh, extraordinary wealth. It's the first time in 25 years that we've seen the inequality growing and poverty growing at the same time. So we've reached a, an inflection point where it's actually okay. gotten much worse. So are you saying years. extreme wealth is growing while extreme poverty is growing at the same time? So there's no question of trickle down or rising tides it's lifting exactly all boats right. or any of that? Exactly right. That myth is, has finally been busted. So we've seen that the, the structures that hold global economies together kind of reward uh, people for essentially holding wealth because it accumulates as you hold it. Whereas, it, you know, and you benefit, the individual benefits, but the rest of society does not. Okay. So what we're saying is that there are ways to deal with this. Well, that's we what I was going to ask you. What, what, it, it, how, how could that be changed, considering they have such potential, I suppose, if you are the super wealthy, the billionaire type? You, well, we you, have you to just move, media. don't you? You just flight capital, you just leave. Well, well this, is the, this is what we're calling for, is, is global wealth taxes. And it can't be done individually. It has to be done as part of a global arrangement to look at how do we tax wealth properly? And we're looking at doing it, uh, you know, in individuals according to, to their residency or according to their citizenship. So meaning that um, in, taxes in, in individual countries will apply to those people. But it does have to be done as part of global agreements to do this. And this isn't impossible. We've already made a lot of progress, still a long way to go, but a lot of progress on global tax systems 
uh, for corporations and okay. so on. So this is something. So it's the, sa- it's the, the same kind of idea that 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 everyone has to sign up to because otherwise it won't it won't work. But but that's that's what we would be looking at. That's right, and it has worked in the past. I mean, there's there's been a long history of uh, taxes placed on extreme wealth. Um, and it's only in relative recent years that this has dropped down. Okay. We now see that only 4% of global tax is generated through wealth taxes, okay. where the vast majority is through income tax for ordinary people or less progressive taxes like wealth and so on, which, uh, sorry, on VAT and so on, which have a disproportionate okay. effect, of course, on poor people and on women particularly. So there's a gendered element to this all right. as well. Look, thank you very much for highlighting all of that with us this morning. That is Oxford Ireland CEO Jim Clarkin. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.